I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That was deliberate. That is. Henderson was already behind the line when he received the handball. Well, that's as deliberate as it comes. Yeah, that's what, what else could that be? Oh, yeah, this is... Now, this is interesting. Toby Green, what's this? Puts the boot up. Was it deliberate? Was it- Welcome to Clicking Balls, an AFL podcast. This is round 21, all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask each week is a highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Oh, to, to be honest, it's probably uh, probably the turmoil that's going on in politics at the moment. I know it's not a popular thing, but when you get a bloke who uh, has been pretty vocal about uh, the Greens fucking up, and then he says, you know what, I might actually be a Kiwi, it's kind of funny. I, I, I just like that you can be a Kiwi and not know it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's well, astounding. Honestly, he should, it does explain a few things. He should run for um, New Zealand Parliament. Yeah, and I mean, I always knew that sort of immigration policy would be the downfall of government. I just didn't think it would be this way. <laughs> didn't think it would be the 1947 immigration. Yeah, the fact that we are immigrants and <laughs> kind of highlights the hypocrisy of the whole government at the moment, doesn't it? Well, yeah. they're just there to look after themselves. Yeah, well, I mean, that's nothing new, isn't it? And but, I mean, well, to me, politics are, it's just like the SA and FL. I just, I, just, I just don't care. It's like they're not results. really in control of, of the game, but no. uh, they just pretend that they are. And I mean, they're and all, the results don't matter. No, yeah. Either way, yeah, it's like the, sh- the South Park reference of the turd sandwich or yeah. the giant douche. Um, yeah. And it's just easier not to. Footy's yeah. more important than politics. Well, exactly. That's why I hate it when we fucking get the whole political aspect coming to footy. Like, uh, you know, the... Was it, remember, not the immigration... Uh, no, the diversity uh, oh, yeah, oh, that, fella. That yeah. yeah, well, just... A right cross isn't really that political. <laughs> turns out he's just a bit of a turd. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. it should be. Actually, maybe that would make uh, question time much funnier. Yeah. We're going to rub the piss out of each other. We're going to right cross over to Parliament now. Yeah. Um, I'd watch that on pay-per-view. There's always those videos of, you know, the Taiwanese or bloody... Um, Jap- Japan was big for it. The, Japan, the brawls. Yeah, that's right. It had the big judo throw, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Anyway, well, who would win in the current parliament? Mal Turnbull's getting fucked up. Oh, uh, oh in, in Australian parliament. I was going to say, fight. I thought you meant international. I mean, Putin wins all, all day. Da, shit, yeah. But um, Mal's getting fucked over. Um, Julie Bishop, she'd have a mean streak, I reckon. She'd pull the steel she, chair. She'd death there, a motherfucker from 40 yards. That, uh, that scepter that sits there, she'd be picking that up and hanging it around everyone's ears. This shows how out of touch I am. Is Justin Madden still in parliament? No. Uh, no, and that was Victorian was Parliament state. anyway. Was it? There you go. Yeah. See, I know nothing. I always knew that the Prince State because theirs has got the oldest fuck looking chamber. Mm. Yeah. Brenton, you got a highlight? Oh, your beer of the week first? Beer of the week? Yeah. It's, uh, we're going with Boat Rocker again. <coughs> They've actually released bottles of their Wild Cherry, which is a blended Flanders Red Style. Very sour, barrel aged, had on tap. It's fucking amazing. A Flanders Red Style. So it's yeah. scrum diddly umptious? Scrum diddly umptious, exactly right. So get onto that. It won't last very long at any of the outlets you can get it to. But if you had to. Uh, the lovely suburb of Brayside, you actually hit up their barrel room, which is pretty fucking interesting. So you can get into where they store their beers. And the lovely suburb of Brayside. Have a, have a little tasting, yeah. There's something you don't fucking hear of. Well, that's the only reason to go out to Brayside, let's be honest. Um, I have no idea what else is there, but I've heard of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I used to Reputation work, alone. I used to work yeah. there, but the place got burned down a couple of times. So yeah, story checks out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the old uh, don't pay your bills. Uh, to, yeah. yeah, old mate. Yeah, fair enough. Interesting way to run stock take. Um, yeah. You got your, your highlight of the week as well. Well, no, no, I don't actually. Josh has told my highlight of the week. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, my highlight of the week is the beer of the week too. There yeah. Um, I got a highlight of the week, uh, and I'm really unfortunate that I can't remember the lad's name. Um, I might turn my highlight of the week into the Reddit comment I saw of the week. <laughs> yep. Um, so on the uh, AFL th- um, subreddit on Reddit, some somebody, and I'm sorry that I didn't write the name down and I've since deleted the thread, um, they have the whose line is it Wednesdays or whatever. Yep. So, you know, pose a question. The game doesn't yep. matter and someone gets fucking Points yes. made up, yep. Um, 
things Rocket Eid said after he got fired. Right. And mm-hmm. the, the comment was, think, so things Rocket Eid said after he got fired. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off! (laughs) 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 I do like there's dads on Reddit. It's brilliant. (laughs) Lots of dads. (laughs) I don't know why. I just saw it and went, oh, that's too good. It's too good to be Flashes to like preschool or something with the rocket clock. Yeah, that was play school. Yeah, Yeah. play school. That's the one. Yeah, preschool. Surely they've still got that. Yeah. Must must do. I was way out of preschool and I was watching play school. I think I, I told you... Um, uh, I might have mentioned it a couple of years ago. Play School had their 50 year anniversary. Did they really? And there was a doco on it on ABC. Right. And they called it Big Ted's Adventure. Right. Just, I just like Big that. Big Ted's instead Adventure. Of, um, you know, uh, instead of excellent, Big Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. That that was the key part. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. All right. Anyway, let's go to the footy. Um, seeing as uh, we got some uh, round 21 games to go through. And Friday night, um, the kick heard around. Ha! Yeah. The Western Suburbs. Um, the Giants, 105. Bulldogs, 57. Um, the, to be honest, the Bulldogs kicked themselves um, out of this game, as yeah. well as Toby Green kicking him in the face. So, yeah. do, what do you think of that? I thought it was a fine. Uh, actually, when I saw it, I went, you know what? That's unlucky. Yeah. Um, there's He didn't do too much wrong, um, but it happened to be Green. A, an yeah. accident. And it happened to be Toby Green. And then somebody else, again, on Reddit posted um, Luke Parker got done for something similar last year, but it was in the stomach or it might have been you know, a little bit lower than that. Yeah. Um, and he got a fine. And yeah. I went, oh, okay. So there is actually something that's happened similar. Mm. Uh, same thing. He you know, jumped up and sort of kicked the leg out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you give a fine just to keep him in order. See, I, I, I just thought it was just a dick move. Like, I don't think it was... I think it was just taking advantage of an area where you could cause harm to someone and so you chose to do so it's almost like when you get someone in submission in BJJ and you can choose to snap it or you just put some pressure on it wait till they tap Yeah, it's well, like you have the option and I think he just went for the snap option also it was Dow House that he put it on who's like four foot nothing as yeah, well yeah. so well, that see that hurt him as well yeah if it's a normal sized player yeah he's getting him in the chest yeah so yeah I feel like that's, there shouldn't be any really penalty behind it I just think it's a dick move from a dick yeah yeah Watching it live, the the crowd was fucking vocal. Oh, were they? Yeah. They, uh, well, they were vocal right from the start with Green booing him every time he got near the ball. And let's be honest, Green loves that shit. Well, I see. That's the thing about it is how good is he? Because uh, oh, about, he's a quality player. About two minutes after that, took a great mark in the goal square and went back and converted. Did not look like it bothered him one little no, bit. You would have loved it. He's turning into the Reggie Miller. Yeah, isn't he? Just, <laughs> come on. But it wasn't like yeah. See, I fucking told you. You know, yeah. take that. Everyone else was like, no. Nah, business yeah. it's like he fucking the whole business. crowd's like I hate you and he's like I don't care yeah <laughs> who are you yeah brilliant I, I don't but um, yeah after watching the replays he had the eye on the ball the whole time stuck the foot out which again dick move yeah it's protecting space and, um, yeah. but yeah like you said taller player gets him in the stomach and that's regular and a little lad like that he does have to protect himself as uh, aggressively as possible in this case but uh, uh, a little lad like Green or a little lad Green. like Dow House Green's not that small you know He's yeah, like six foot one. By comparison, he looks small. Is he really? I thought he was uh, under six. No, he's he's taller than you think he is. It's like people think of Matthew Delavadova is small. Yeah, and then he's like well, six two or something. Comparatively, like that. yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're hanging around seven, seven footers, footers. It kind of reminds me of uh, <laughs> Toby Green too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can <laughs> yeah. hang out. Um, but oh, I just his response. I just I, I couldn't get out. I thought it was brilliant. Um, just to to stand up and say no. Doesn't matter. And I like someone just turn a full heel in the AFL. I mean, everyone's trying to do the proper media managed personality and mm. sell sponsors yeah. and shit. And Toby Green, even though I don't really like it, like him, I like the fact that he's gone, fuck this, man. I'm owning my bad boy image and just yeah. running with yeah. it. I like the fact there's no excuses. There's oh. not the, yeah. oh, I was trying to use a pressure point. It's just, yeah. no, I put my foot out in his fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards, didn't want to speak to the media. He was like, no, I don't no. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going over to apologize. He might shake his hand after, but he's not sorry. We won. That's all we have. Yeah. 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 Um, I guarantee if the same thing came up again and it meant you know winning the ball yeah. you'd do it again yep exactly yep. right uh, yeah, I, I can't fault him for that it's just yeah like I said dick move um, yeah, but, I think it finds about right yeah that's what I, I thought too and first off I thought nothing I thought you know what it's bad luck it's it's unlucky and Dalhouse Dalhouse did nothing wrong either no, it's not yeah. like he was at fault Yeah, not that anybody suggested that he was but just one of those things it just happens yeah. funny thing is if either, either of them was looking at the player it either would have been avoided or it would have been 10 times worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah could have happened. Um, very disappointing for the Bulldogs. So there, there were periods, especially in the second quarter, where they were absolutely dominant and had the ball locked in their forward yeah. um, 50. 
um, just could not convert for the for their life. And that's been sort of a similar story for the Bulldogs all year, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, Which three goals, six in the second term. Yeah, just figuring out what is the actual avenue to scoring goals. Old mate uh, Pinhead Patton too was paying eight to one first goal, kicked it. Really? Did you yeah. jump on? Uh, Benny V did. He uh, uh, he managed a nice little pick up from that. Fair enough. He had a, a I think he had about fifty on it. Nice. Actually, if his wife's listening, he had five bucks on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Broke even. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, he looked like he kicked three in the first quarter. Yeah, it looked like he could have been on for anything. Get the first two. Um, yeah, uh, I thought Lockie Whit- Whitfield had a good game as well. Yeah, um, certainly showing a little bit more run um, than I've seen out of him. And what happened with Mitch Wallace and Libba? Did they uh, get injured or just got moved out of the game? Like I was at work this one. So. Oh, okay. Uh, Libba was doing the tagging role. Right. Uh, yep. for the most <laughs> Um, did all right. I, I, I'm not sure on Mitch Wallace. I, I Mitch don't Wallace remember getting in, getting in touch kick. as much. Yeah, a kick. Uh, oh no, sorry, eight and one handball. No, one kick, yeah. eight handballs. A kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, lots of handballs. Yep. Um, so I feel like it was very quiet game. Going up against a strong midfield like that, you need all guns firing. Yeah. Um, it's hard for Bulldogs here. Um, to get into the finals, I think they need. I think Redpath's out too. Redpath got three weeks. Yeah. Sure. Um, for a, a punch that I didn't even see. Really? No. But he's got a existing record, so he gets bumped up. Yeah, so yeah. he's not playing until finals. If if they finals, make finals play, I think to make finals they need West Coast to lose to um, Melbourne or Melbourne to lose to. Mel- that's not going to happen because Melbourne have got an easy run in. Yeah, mm-hmm. West Coast to lose both games and Essendon to lose at least one game. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen either because Essendon have got an, an easy run in as well. They got like Brisbane and Frio. Sweet, can't wait to that. Fuck like Gold that Coast and Frio, one or the other. <laughs> um, so it's going to be very hard for the Bulldogs to get in there. And, and part of me wants, and they play Port this week, the Bulldogs. Um, and part in of me, Ballarat. In Ballarat. Wow. Yeah. Part of me wants Bulldogs to lose so that next week is their last game and they know it because yeah. that way um, you can enjoy it. Because it's, you know, you've got two absolute stalwarts of the club. Yeah. Legends of the club mm. retiring. You want to know it's their last game, yeah. yeah rather than definitely. play the Friday night and oh, we got to wait till Saturday and Sunday and no, yeah. they're retired. Yeah, this way they can go there and just enjoy it. Much easier for the markers of the club too to like bang up some uh, little social media frenzies yeah. and get more people out there, sell some merchandise. But I mean, imagine if they win. Like, okay, they need to win and other results to happen. Yeah. Round twenty-four, uh, twenty-three. Um, do you chair them off? On the game because yeah. they're not retired, yeah. but they might be by Sunday. This is true, and they, you don't yeah, get a you chair them off. Like I can say the worst case scenario is you chair them off twice. <laughs> yeah, you can have two chairs if you need it. Oh, you just chair them off. And you're like, nah, that's it. You're done. <laughs> you're done, mate. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're <dropped>. coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped for the first week of your finals. Sorry about that. Sorry about your damn luck. Yep. <laughs> but good luck with the future career. Oh, big win for the Giants. So they still got players to come back. Trav Cloak, he's still contracted for next two years. No, next year. No, next year. Yeah, it'll be his last year too. I think. Yeah, I'd, I think he might get chaired off as well. Yeah. I, I don't think he's bringing anything. I thought he was all right. Oh, he was okay. <laughs> he, he was rucking. But like they, they played him as a ruck, wow. pinch hitting forward. He's he's just okay. Yeah. Like if you have the choice of him or anyone else that's younger, you're probably going for the young lad. Tyrone Vickery's younger. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I just love I would that, gladly trade right this second for him. I love yeah. the fact that he's actually made a debate out about who was the best cloak brother. Because <laughs> no one liked the other two. It was just like Braden and I think, or something. I think Travis is quite comfortable. Yeah, but he's still a big disappointment. Big disappointment for the raps that were given to him since yeah. like Carlton recruited two cloaks before they uh, no, it was it Collingwood mm. recruited two cloaks just so they could just take to Travis? Him. Yeah, still won a flag. You know it's yeah, true. You know it's bad when even the media has given up giving him shit. Yeah, like no one's jumping on him now. They're just like, hey, shit. Well, no one's interested. He did come out and have that. Um, depression discussion as well we yep. said a couple of weeks so that's that it. You gotta, buys you some space you got to err on the side of caution that and yeah. uh, we don't because he's not listening to this let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll go on to Saturday then um, everything that happened we thought would happen Swans won by 100 um, Buddy kicked half the amount of goals I thought he would yeah <laughs> yep. it, what is there to say but, about this game look 5 goals 9 is pretty flattering for Frio in yeah. this game to be honest they did not like kicking a goal for a long time there um, yeah, there's only a couple of late ones uh, mm. that got him over the line, and you know, a bit of the queue in the rack stuff. Yeah, five for twenty eight possessions, but he was didn't have an influence. No, not really. Um, and it's hard too because the rest of the team was having a shit day. Yeah, he's the only one in the only freer player in the top ten of possessions. Yeah, um, um, everyone else was just raffling. So hundred and four points. Um, look, Frio. I know they've locked away Rossi line for a long time, and you can say, yeah, we've had injuries and stuff, but. Jeez, they get a lot of players that go home. Yeah, you know, and yep. 
still it's just not working for them. But you've got um, the Hills, who are some of the fastest players in the AFL. Why play the lockdown uh, fuck-around defence? Why not use the pace? No, I mean, there's one way. I'm no grand final coach, but I've got the same amount of premierships Ross Lyon does, yeah. and that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, seems like he's trying to will something to work, and sooner or later you got to take a step back and go, hey, we're going to change this. But let's face it, on the base of talent, they were never going to win this game regardless. Yeah, they needed true. something drastically to go wrong for the Swans. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Yeah, they needed to face the Swans in like round two or something. And, in fact, they could have. <laughs> and, you know, like we said, Buddy kicked four, um, but played up the ground yeah. more often than not. Played very well. It became really. training for them. Like yeah. they, by half time, they're like, look, lads, we got this. Sorted. Let's uh, yeah. let's just have a bit of fun with this. This wasn't much um, to watch there. Um, okay, so we'll go down to the Geelong and Richmond down at the Cattery, um, eighty to sixty six. Richmond tried, but just I thought their field kicking really let them down. Mm. Well, there was a, a fair bit of uh, tight sphinctering around halfway through the third quarter when Richmond had a bit of a run on. Bit of a run on, yeah. Um, Quite a few concerned Geelong supporters. Uh, I was at the match and uh, I was just enjoying cheering the game. There was an American bloke behind me who knew two players, Danger and Rioli. And he was just cheering for those guys. Good on him. Yeah, might, have been, might have been here for the International Cup. You know, he was. I just saw the, the, um, the French team, Le Cox, uh, yeah. were there as well. Lucky them. Yeah, yeah. they were enjoying it. <laughs> Um, they spent most of the time trying to pick up Geelong supporters, which just shows they've got no standards. But um, yeah, they go out real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed teasing the Geelong supporters around me, and then I enjoyed teasing the Richmond supporters around me. I think this That's game the only was, drive I've got in footy at the moment. This game was won in the second quarter, I think, when they managed to shut Richmond's run down, yeah. shut yeah. Dusty down, and oh, they did a really good dog job tagging Dusty so that not crossing the line, but just he knew as soon as he touched the ball, he had to dispose of it. He couldn't yep. clear out yeah. and get space, so someone was always there putting pressure on him, and that was the real turning point. Tigers tried to claw it back to their credit in the third and fourth, but yeah. it was never going to be enough. And Harry Taylor up forward was just dominant on Rance for the first half. Yeah. You know, made it look, made it look easy. Yeah, yeah, just always had the right position. I've got to say, with Geelong too, some of their kicking to a forward, like especially when they played Hawthorne, I noticed it. You go, oh, Jesus Christ, that's exquisite. Yeah. They mm. they get great service yeah. out of um, their, their mids. And even um, Motlop, who gets yeah. much, um, yeah. gets bagged a lot, I thought some of his kicking, you go, oh, man, that's a nice pass. Yeah. Mm. And like the Tigers tackling definitely let them down as well. There were yeah. so many slip tackles they could have could have had that would have stopped running plays and also turned the ball over and put them into a, sort of some sort of yeah. forward line attack. But um, there were some positives out of it. I thought Vlostom played very well. Um, McIntosh had his little moments, and so did um, uh, Butler. Yep. Yeah, he played pretty well. So uh, I think Geelong as a whole, they just didn't put a foot wrong. I thought they just played played, you know, well. played above what they should have been playing for yeah. the talent they had on the field that day, and you can't really do much more than that. I, I was happy that I picked this, because it was the perfect storm for Richmond to win, which means they're going to yep, lose. that's exactly yeah. right. Who was the, uh, the Selwood impersonator? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Someone had the whole uh, mummy mummy head. No, I missed that. That was yeah. Might have been Stanley actually. Um, he had a bit of a cut and went through that. Cam Guthrie though, he had some class touches. Didn't he? He did. Um, yeah. He had a good year. Yeah. He he's ready to take that next step next year. I reckon he'll be a superstar. Well, he's going to lose his number next year, so maybe that'll <laughs> change it up. You'd- <coughs> well, he famously um, swapped Guernseys with Juddy yeah. the last time he played. Yeah. Do you reckon he'll swap Guernseys <laughs> with uh, Gary Ablett and Gaz with, hey, thanks, mate. Fucking oath. I'll keep I hope that one. is. Uh, yep. And even if... If only they played. If only they played, yeah. yeah. But you do that just for the smartest aspect. It's, here you go, son. Welcome yeah. back. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And pass his Guernsey to like, someone in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one then. It's a very uninspiring weekend, to be honest. Um, Brisbane got over the Suns by the best part of 10 goals in Solly's first game uh, as coach. They they had some endeavour early yeah. on. Yeah, first half was fantastic for them, to be honest. I thought I was really impressed. Um, they were determined, chased after every ball, yep. um, put the body in the line. And, and then they were buggered. Yep, then that was it. They could not run that, run that game out. Eight goals, nine at half time. Yep. That, uh, that kind of hurts. Yeah, that's exactly right. And what it ended up being like 12, twenty, 12. like thirteen in the last half for the for Brisbane or something yeah. like that. Yeah, thirteen goals. Yeah, to five or four. Yeah, it's, it's not bad when the eighteenth place side is kicking twenty two goals. Yep. Yeah. Um, but anyway, everyone knew that uh, Gold Coast had got issues. Well, to be fair, Brisbane are, are struggling, but they're probably one of the best wooden spoon teams we've had in the last ten years. Yeah, easy. I, I'd say easy. They're still winning games this late in the season. Yeah. Um, and five wins. I think this puts them on now. Yeah, um, 
remember back in the day when they had priority picks. Yeah. Under four wins used to be you get a priority pick. Yeah. Um, so you go, well, the wooden spoon this year is going to be at least five wins, maybe even six. It's pretty much North and Brisbane, isn't it? Uh, Carlton's, Carlton's in there as Carlton well. there yeah. as well. Yeah. I can't see Carlton winning another game, but um, no. you never know. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's... It's, it's hard to find positive for the Suns besides the first half, but they well, got that's s- a positive in itself, though. Yeah, you know, at least there was something. It was a good half, and uh, more injuries too. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I still thought Jack Martin did pretty well up forward. I mean, didn't get the best uh, delivery into the forward line, but um, he presented, scoring he shots. Did, did something, uh, tried to make the most of the of opportunity. So I feel like there are some little positives there, and you're going to find out who has the endeavour and who's really going to be taking that next step forward next year. Yep. Who they actually put their money on to build that team up from the inside out. So, yeah, that's that's what going to be the wins are for Gold Coast for the next couple of games. Um, and see what they can get out of, you know, an, an Ablett trade. Because yep. well, I'm of the opinion that they shouldn't give him away for nothing. Like, no, Because there's no fucking not. point. Yeah, yeah um, And it sends a message to everyone else, like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, off yep. you go. Um, but at the same time, if you can get something for him, it's yeah. better than, you know, sometimes this year he's looked... You know, he's, he'd probably still get 12 votes, you know, yeah. in the Brownlow, but sometimes he's just like, fuck this, I ain't playing. Yeah, and as you can see, he's just frustrated with being that far ahead of everyone on his team. Yeah. That they're just not on the same level, and it's obvious. But, you know, Geelong are a good team to raid. And <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, I think at the moment, they're my Adelaide are the best teams to raid for experience. And yeah. so I think they're going to be looking for probably experience because they still got pretty good draft picks finishing... No, towards the bottom for, for this year you'd imagine yeah. so you'd be a bit of experience in there and you can see how they're going to progress next year um, we'll move on to Essendon and Adelaide at Etihad Stadium the Crows by 43 points um, it was pure talent I feel yeah. the, the, the Crows uh, Essendon tried to muster a comeback at times and then Adelaide just go bang and they look globetrotter-esque just the crisp ball movement and you know they'd have somebody in the goal square just yeah. sitting there waiting well, the scary thing about Adelaide is that they're almost almost kicking just as many points as goals, and they're regularly scoring over twenty goals mm. a match. So imagine if they actually had well, they get plenty of it, so that's why they can have that many points and they can just like bang away at the goals. Yeah. But imagine if they actually had some accuracy. One game where everything just just mm. you know hit all the right points and started kicking straight, they'd be kicking thirty five goals, two thirty five goals, yeah. nine or something like that. Well, that, a, that in fifteen and nothing from bets. Like he scored a point, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he had one score involvement. Yeah, well, so. You know, they've got just such a potent forward and half forward line that they can afford for guys to have an off night. Yeah, yep. yeah. And let's be honest, Eddie Betts has been at a quiet, you know, month or so, um, but he's still, you know, top ten in the Coleman because of how consistent he was before yeah, that, and how much he gets to look at the ball. So it makes it very easy when you've got big men like Adelaide do with Jenkins and, uh, and Walker you, in forward lines, and you can afford to have him, packs. you know, play five percent of his time in the midfield. Yeah, I think too having Betts there gives the tall forwards an easier time of it because yeah. Betts is running around the outside of the boundary and normally if you've got a forward out there you're like fuck him you can but have with, a shot from there with him, yeah. Yeah. you've got to man him up so yeah. you've got one less player to get in the lane if it doesn't can, can uh, lead if he doesn't take a player he occupy, occupies their mind yeah. like, oh, right, where is he okay I've got to worry about that because no, yeah. no backman wants to be on that highlight reel no. yeah that's for sure um, Medic- although he had one highlight reel um, it was about his only good play for the day where he tapped it over the head and, yeah uh, of Bagley I think it might have been yeah, just a bit of, bit of payback for last week when Jenkins gave him a little nice little tap. <laughs> um, Matty Crouch, uh, what do you reckon his chance are for All-Australian? Oh, jeez. He, he's in big company. He, he, I think he's in. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd have him in. He's in the squad, I'd say. He's definitely got his name in the hat. It's just like he's one of those people that you, you can't like, just from feeling, you don't want to put him in there. But when you go back and look at what he's really done, you know, it's cool, pretty hard right, to deny right. it. Yeah. Well, you think how many genuine midfielders are going to have? It's usually yeah. six to seven. Yeah. Um, Dusty Dangerfield is a given. Yeah. Um, I'd have him ahead of Sloan. Yeah. I mean, really? I would. Yeah. yeah. He's, I think because he's always consistent. He's never having an off game. Even when he's been tagging players, he's been racking up another 20 possessions himself anyway. Well, I think he's second in the league for possessions. Right. Uh, which is not a bad effort. It's probably behind um, Tom Mitchell, yeah. isn't it? Well, yeah. truly behind Tom Mitchell. <laughs> but He's averaging 32.4, whereas Mitchell's averaging 35.6. Wow. So I was like, all right, he was yeah, yeah. second. Yep. There and you go. Uh, Rory Laird is fourth. There you go. Oh, so they're just waxing it between each other. Then. Mm. Yeah, slack bastards. Slack bastards. <laughs> um, no, it was a dominant performance from Adelaide and uh, you know, well and truly premiership favourites, which means they'll lose to Sydney this week. Um, on to the Eagles got up over... Uh, uh, Carlton at home. Um, 
you got to say, a disappointing win. Yeah. Wasn't looking likely for a while there. Like, no. Carlton definitely, I mean, played their good half a game as they have all year. <laughs> yeah. or, or a good quarter, even. Yeah. You know, kick six goals um, just after half time. Yep. Um, which, which is enough. Big Levi Casbolt still taking some great marks. He's, he's always been able to take great marks. It's just it's, putting him between the fucking sticks he has issues with. Yeah, that uh, very unlucky um, incidents where he passed it off just before half time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's almost what you expect from Casbolt. Yep. <laughs> Even hit the target. Yeah, if, if he didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I think it still does show that Carlton are still trying the fact that they managed to pull back six goal. Uh, differential for quarter time, so guys playing for careers. Yeah, yep. yeah, very and, much. And actually, uh, one of their assistant coaches or you know, director of coaching, Neil Craig, announced he's retiring today. Oh, really? Um, and you got to admit, you, know, you go, oh yeah, you, you know, a failed coach. When you say failed, I mean he got Adelaide to finals, but yeah. didn't get over the line. Still tried to axe Taylor Walker, didn't he? Yeah, he, he was the one that put yeah. Taylor Walker <laughs> in the SANFL. Magoos. Um, and the next coach made him captain. Um, <laughs> But uh, to have a career that spanned four or five AFL clubs in 20-odd yeah. years, you're doing something all right. Yeah, and especially coming out of like the science side of sport as opposed to, yeah. or the edu- education side of sport as opposed to being like an out-and-out AFL star player. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he, so, I think he was a decent sample player. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he actually took the time to educate about, yeah. was it, what's his? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Degree in, Fit, I think fitness Sports or something. Fitness, like. yeah. He started off as the Crows fitness guy. Yeah, mm. yeah, something to do with yeah actual body development. Yeah, something like that. I do wonder when we will see a transition to professional coaching. Like uh, as like, in, well, Clarko tried to develop coaches. It. Yeah, no, like with the NFL, how you get yeah, people who never played the game, yeah. but they were a coach. They coached you know junior fucking leagues, worked their way up the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're we're inching towards it. You're right. Clarkson's tried you know the university approach yeah. and, and all that. And we've got. Two off the top of my head right now that yeah. have never played AFL coaching. Yeah, I feel like you've got a, just a massive untapped resource in Supercoach. I think the winner of Supercoach, <laughs> they should be able to coach Brisbane next year. <laughs> That's how it should work. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It's almost like uh, PlayStation have that Nissan Academy where yeah. whoever wins Gran Turismo actually has to race for Nissan. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other thing to watch for the Eagles was uh, Josh Kennedy. Kicked another half dozen, leads a Coleman. Yep. Should be home and hose, I reckon. Well, the Eagles have got a very tough run in. Um, it's going to make it difficult I for I still them. think he's going to kick a bag, though. I, I can see him kicking at least six over the next two weeks, which means Danaher needs to kick uh, seven. Seven. I, I can see Danaher kicking seven. I, I, Danaher's my favourite for the common, because uh, I know the Essendon run home is a lot easier than the West Coast one. Anyone else got to gotta stay in the race? Because I don't Franklin. like either of those. Franklin. <laughs> Shit. Um, and they play Carlton. Oh, wow. In round 23. Wow. Is that the G? No. Uh, no. SCG. Yeah, I feel like it'd be better than the G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benny Brown's home and host. He's got the Lions the last round. Kicked 20, 20 there. Yeah, of course he does. Um, all right. Let's go looking at Melbourne and their cheese platter versus St. Kilda. Yeah. Um, <laughs> geez, it's got some airtime, that cheese platter, hasn't it? Doesn't it? I yeah. mean, I, don't, I just don't know what... Like mainstream media would report on AFL if it wasn't for Reddit, <laughs> like they'd be fucked. They'd have to actually do their job. Um, I like like as soon as I saw it, I went, okay, he's obviously done this for a bit of a laugh. Yeah. And uh, I heard uh, just today did an interview on Triple M, I think, or, or one yeah. of the radio stations, and exactly that. He thought it'd be a bit of a laugh, but he enjoyed it and went along with it. I'm like, good stuff, lad. You knew yeah. exactly what you're doing. You got away with it. Well, that's it. I mean, we've seen it before. But it was in the car park before people were leaving. They just up a nice little cheese board yeah. and a shakut and. Couple of glasses of wine while everyone's you know 
bust the nuts trying to get out of the MCG. Exactly, yeah. So I, ju- I just want to see for the next two weeks, people are obviously going to try and outdo him. Yeah. Now gonna br- somebody's going to bring a pig on a spit. Well, that's it. I just figured, you know, put some ribs in the smoker before game, you yeah. know, come so out, they're all ready. Have Where a whole carvery there. Yep. Um, Let's go. Five bucks a bucket. Yeah, Bay Marie. Plate. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind bringing uh, a fondue set. Well, imagine if you just lined up, because there's always a massive lineup of cars trying to exit the parklands yeah. around MCG. You just lined up a little spit, you know, a bucket full of meat, make yep. up a little little kebab or something on your way out. It's five bucks. Nice little moneymaker there. I reckon yeah. the Tigers should get on it. You know, there is food outlets on the outside of the MCG. You could definitely but... undercut their prices. <laughs> like, yeah, no worries there. <laughs> Shouldn't we'll, be an issue. We'll bring some honesty back to these fuckers. Yeah. Oh, buffalo wings. Buffalo yep. wings the way to go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. That's it. Um, what you should do is uh, set somebody up at the front of the queue, yep. like at the front of the car queue. Dollar a wing. The you know? car queue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, the far queue. Uh, the far queue. And then so towards the start... end, charge them five bucks for a tissue. Fucking oath, eh? <laughs> See? Reading my fucking yep. mind. I'm on One that. buck a wing at the start, and then at the end, all right, now it's five bucks a wing and ten bucks for a fucking... Chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> ten bucks for a napkin. Um, anyway, uh, the actual game, not too bad. Uh, one thing I did notice, though, Josh Bruce. Yeah. Um, he's got to have a new nickname. Uh, I-, I put it out there that his nickname should be Heston. Heston? Yeah, because he can make a meal out of anything. Yep. Is there yep. a worse player from the goal square in the AFL ever? Oh, shit. Richo. Richo's got to have his name in the hat, I reckon. He's from the edge of the goal square. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking Josh Bruce, open goals. I've never seen somebody mess it up more. Yep, that's a fair point. Who was that uh, last week? Was it Miles? Yeah, he got knocked over yeah, in the goal square. Yeah, yeah. Uh, managed to turn an easy goal into a point. Yeah, but Josh Bruce has done it four times this year. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and they actually mattered, those ones. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, well, it would have, this one, if you kicked a couple. Although there was one that he, he tried to bounce it and it went everywhere and then some other Saner kicked it through on the goal line. You, you yeah, see I think it was one Tagney, oh, wasn't stuffed it? that up. Something like that, anyway. Could have been. Um, big win by the D's, though. It uh, is, and they, they fought off a comeback from Saints. And Saints looked like they were out of from the start, which they were, and you know they're going to come back at some point, but this year they've been that inconsistent that I thought the D's fighting for finals could have really put their foot on the throat and tried to make up some of the percentages yeah. they're going to need if they're going to make it. Um, yeah, the D's are in a really good spot now, I think. Um, if we look at the ladder, and the Saints are really struggling. Yeah. Um, so the D's have got a great percentage in seventh. So I think they only need uh, one win will just about guarantee them. Yep. Uh, so one win is a good chance. Two wins guarantees it. Right. Because it comes down to a percentage if Essendon win two. Did you see uh, Gorney's tweet? About the rule book? Yeah. He was just saying he was giving away free kicks left, right, and center, and he doesn't know what they were for. So he just stopped competing pretty much. Right. He had uh, a bit of a hands off approach, which um, I would have thought you'd go up and ask the ump, hey, ump, what was that one? But yeah, maybe not. if he did it though, that big bloody uh, you know, mutton head of his, you know, they <laughs> might think, you know what? I'm just going to give 50s here just, to, <laughs> just so I can get away. Oh, speaking of, you see the uh, the 250s to decide the grand final in the Western League. Under, 50, under 15s. Yep. Yep. Fucking idiots. And then, uh, well, apparently the whole thing was some sort of uh, infringement. You know, there's seconds to go, up by a couple of points. Some infringement. All right, free kick. Mouth off, mouth. Uh, infringe on the mark, sorry. 50. Mouth off, mouth off. Another 50. Puts him in the goal square. They kick the ball after the siren, win the uh, premiership. Well, they missed the, missed the first shot. Yeah, missed the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, apparently some parents dislike that and beat the living fuck out of everyone around them. Yep. Yeah. That's fucked 50, up. Under fucking 15. Hoppers crossing. I reckon under 15, that's bullshit. You only get 30 minute penalties on the 15s. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those parents should have beat the footy again. No. Let them fuck right off. Well, I mean, this, this may as well shut down Hoppers Crossing football team. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, there's no for that, that sort of shit. Well, to be fair, there's probably only six parents for the entire team. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Well, yep. six mums, 20 odd dads. Yeah. Funny, funny enough, there's 35 dads. <laughs> All uh, paying support. Um, it was a, a good atmosphere, though, for the game, and I thought it was uh, probably the game of the round because everything else was pretty ordinary. Yeah. Um, mm. anyway. But it's the one that's most looking forward to because it, it really mattered in terms did, of the final yeah. race. Um, uh, like I said, it, Melbourne are just about guaranteed um, to get in, yep. uh, and Saints have got a really hard basket now. I think Melbourne are starting to get their players back, too. Yeah. Like, uh, they're starting to find a bit of continuity with their team I wonder how far Viney's got to be close Viney played he played this one did he yeah he's, he's, he's been back then um, he didn't have a great one but uh, he was alright I think just being on the park is, is yeah. good for them for yeah, the yeah 21 touches and a goal no Jack Watts is who I was thinking of that's right because um, he played in the uh, VFL he got dropped 
Um, so he's got to try and claw his way back in. Isn't it amazing, you know, the, the downtimes that Melbourne's had and he was the saviour and obviously everything that he's been through. Yeah. They're finally going to make it back to finals and he's playing in bloody... Yeah, I think uh, they were saying... 2007 or 2006 last time they played finals I believe you yeah sounds about right I don't know it, it's funny to think like lots of stuff had to happen for them to get there but uh, Rue's massive part of it he came in and said to a lot of the people who were in the back office trying to tell them how to tell the coach how to coach yeah. fuck off yeah well I think they had to clear out a few of those back office people first mm. um, which is part of the you know why the AFL came in and went uh, no you yeah. you, you <laughs> out um, fuck off yeah but anyway um, a good win by the D's, and they should be happy. Um, on to Hawthorne and North at Tassie. Um, you look at this scoreline, 18 goals, 8, and 14 goals, 5. You go, yeah, pretty accurate. No. Thank God the out on the fools weren't counted there. Because uh, if, if they were, it'd be 18 goals, 14, I reckon, and 14 goals, 10, mm. or thereabouts. Yep. The amount of uh, turnovers at half-back I saw for both sides, it wasn't a good look. This isn't... This isn't the worst game of the round because we have yet to come to that one. Um, but, geez, it could have been close. It's tough to watch. Yeah. Um, what I found most frustrating as North supporters watching guys like Atley dodge one tackle, run, handball, handball off, get it back, run, run, and then kick straight to a Hawthorne bloke. Yeah. And, uh, and, and hit him on the chest beautifully. Happened about six, seven times, I reckon. It did. Um, incredibly frustrating. Uh, also, Goldstein had a pretty quiet one. Uh, got his one kick. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It, um, Bruce didn't have a great game, but he had a shit ton better than Goldstein. Well, he, he had a great five minutes. Yeah, um, we took two good marks and, and uh, keep the goals. But I thought it was puzzling um, that you got Brown and um, Bruce roaming around the Ford fifty. Hawthorne never got a bloke over six foot three. Yeah, um, the old bomb it long, um, just do it because yeah. they're taking marks. And when they did do it, you know, Bruce took a couple and. Benny Brown took a couple and his kicking was pretty shit, but um, never mind that. See, you play the odds. That, I mean, the more, the more he gets it, the more he's going to kick and the yeah. more goes going to score. Doesn't matter if there's a few points there. Eh? I did like um, young Zerha in his second game. He's, uh, he's a bit of a sneaky player. Yeah, he's kicked, getting kicked a bit of veteran about him. Kicked a nice goal too uh, late in the game. Yeah. I do like, he looks a lot like Higgins and I think <laughs> wearing 44 <laughs> confuses the fuck confuses out of tackles. Yeah. Well done. Uh, smart move. I, I, I hope Brent Harvey had a say in that one. Might have done. Might have done. Um, there was an interesting... Uh, actually, quite a few times the ball got turned over with off-the-ball free kicks. When uh, I know it happened twice to Hawthorne when they were lining up uh, for a shot on goal. But yep. there was one... Oh, God, was it late in the third, I think, um, where Taylor Jaray got... Um, somebody bumped him off the ball. and yep. But the, the camera angle was beautiful because you can see the umpire. It's like two metres in front of the umpire. The umpire's looking the other way, and he gets bumped. And then the umpire must have heard something, turns around, and Dre's hitting back. And he's going, well, let's, you know, let's give it away. And you see it, you go, what can you do? Yeah. Because the umpire's done everything right. Yeah. But it is just perfect that the, he's looking in one direction, turns around, and saw the retaliation. Better move. Man, bad luck, guys. That's how it goes. Um, Will Langford's goal kicking. Oh, God. Why the hell does somebody get forward so often, and yet... <laughs> Just you can see it in his face too. He's like, I don't want to kick this. It's yeah. John Butcher esque. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you know maybe just spend a day at the track kicking for goal, son, and just <laughs> no, you need to work on. Don't go forward. Or just like, don't go forward. Should not be in a position to go forward. And sometimes he's resting up forward. Like, no, not you. Somebody else. Anybody else. You, need you go to, down back. Instead of the GPS tracker, you need one of those dog tags that give you <laughs> extra shock as soon as you get out of like certain area. As soon as he gets inside the yeah. Ford fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't reckon he's a bad player, but you're right. His goal kicking is a fucking liability. Determination is like second to none for that team. He tries real hard. (laughs) His field kicking's improved because it was shocking um, for most of the year. But now, as that's got slightly better, his goal kicking's got a lot worse. Yeah. What he needs to do is kick a grubber every time. Because every time he kicks a grubber, (laughs) it goes around people, it jumps over people. He's got the ball on a remote control. It's just the drop punts he's got yeah. trouble with. I wouldn't mind to hit the gym a bit more too. Get a bit of beef up there. Um, start busting some packs. Uh, he's got a hard head. But he's got yeah. Yeah, bust some tackles would be nice. Yeah. So a player who had a, a really good game for mine too is Sicily. As that uh, loose backman, he was a really good intercept mark and had some quality possession coming off there. He's uh, a quiet overachiever, I think. He's a bit of a cunt. He's AF, not, nothing quiet about him. Uh, all Australian level, the second half of the year, mm. like. Uh, Easily in the Australian team if they picked it from round twelve onwards, which they don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
you say that like the, the loose man and he, he reads the ball well yeah, yeah. good set yeah. of hands and then 60 meter kick without issue exactly yeah and obviously that's always going to be a, a very handy thing coming out of full back if you can jump the the zone of the defense yeah uh, it makes a huge difference to be able to free up your forward line and uh, in traffic yeah calm and collected like arrogant so yeah, yeah. Um, I'm amazed he doesn't get caught as often um, as he probably yeah. should to me the telling one though like uh, the final tally is 60 tackles to 55 but I reckon North had twice that amount broken uh, Hawthorne were doing gang tackles quite frequently which meant North couldn't get the ball out of the clearances I think North won the clearances um, 23 to 9 set of clearances and yeah. then stoppage was a bit different but um, they had the dominant hit out combination with Pruce yeah but uh, couldn't make use of it because every time they got the ball, there was three players around them all grabbing them, uh, which great pressure from Hawthorne. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, North are going to have to sort that out if they're going to do anything next year. And I think we've talked about that game far more than it deserved. Um, <laughs> yeah. an ordinary game. Yeah. Well, uh, at least it wasn't uh, Port versus Collingwood. Oh, and oh, sorry, just last thing about that game. Fucks up your bet, doesn't it? The old, um, what was your, your bet you had? Oh, percentage, the percentage bet. bet. Uh, there's yeah. still a couple of rounds left. You haven't, you haven't done well in the betting this year. No, no I haven't, haven't won shit. No, you lost a flare bet too, apparently, didn't you? Yeah, yeah actually, I can change that back now. Yeah. 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 But anyway. All right, yeah, uh, Port Adelaide, Collingwood. Um, a boring game, but I thought a, a well-played boring game by Collingwood. Like, um, they had to lock it down and say, the only way we're going to win this, if we make it down and dirty, in the mud, struggle. Yeah. And that's what they tried to do, and nearly got away with it. And I mean, if anyone's going to be able to implement that sort of strategy, it's going to be Collingwood because yeah. they do have that sort of hard-running midfield and players that are not necessarily flashy, but they can grind out a match. It's yeah. just a matter of whether they've got enough of them. And injury is always going to be uh, Collingwood's biggest uh, sort of debilitator at the moment. Yeah, uh, too many people out. But And uh, at the end of the day, they just did not have the skill level to go with Port. And yeah. that's what got, them, got Port over the line. Yeah. And then the thing is, I mean, you still can rattle Port. That's the thing. But you have to, be able to do it for all four quarters. Um, yeah, Collingwood, you always knew they are going to fall short. It's just a matter of how close they could get. Um, <coughs> what, did you see the Ollie Wines bump at all? You, you got a fine for it only. No. It was a head-high bump, um, and uh, oh, I've forgotten the lad's name. Um, he got up straight away from uh, Collingwood, and that seems to be what saved him. Langdon, it might have been. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought this isn't too similar to some of the other bumps we've seen this year that get one or two weeks like the one on Mumford on uh, Gorn, Gorn yeah. if they get up and keep playing it's like well it must be low then but yeah. anyway um, he gets a gets a fine and he gets to play next week yeah I'd like to see how much cash the AFL made out of fines this year It'd be, be a bit be wouldn't quite it quite a fair bit yeah I'd like to see that tally yeah, it would pay their sexual discrimination more sense <laughs> oh, not, not even close <laughs> do you reckon uh, that it all goes into a kitty and then that they have the end of year bender on that it must do. I remember it used to get divvied up to all the other clubs, but that doesn't. Right. I don't think that happens anymore. It's kind of silly because then you just it goes back. Well, no. If let's say North Melbourne get a fine, then the other seventeen uh, clubs divvy up. It's right, not right. like you get a fine and here's your one eighteenth of it back. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they don't do that anymore. Let's see the accountant on that because I'm suspicious where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the AFL wouldn't do anything, Dodgy. What are you talking about? Um, Port now uh, set themselves um, I think it's impossible for them to drop out yep looking at top four that's what their mission is they've got a better percentage than the Tigers so uh, I think they've got a pretty decent run home as well so they'll definitely be liking their chance uh, Port have got a bit of a hard one they've got Bulldogs next week and who have they got in round 23 Um, Collingwood no they're just like Collingwood okay so so that's easy they'll coast that one yeah Yeah, so they've got one win in the bag just about yeah because they could end the Bulldog season next week though yeah, yeah, and I, I, I'm about to pick them um, to, to do just that. Yeah, I might pick them now, but then by the end of this podcast, I could change. <laughs> well, the end of this podcast is coming along very rapidly. Friday night, we'll look at round 22 now. Friday night, uh, one of the games of the season, Adelaide hosting Sydney. Sydney God just damn. have the wood over Adelaide too. It's just one of those teams in the past that they've had enough to get past them. I love this though, that Adelaide still need to win. Uh, if they want a, a top two, yeah, they still need this to win this. Absolutely, one hundred percent guarantees. But also, why Adelaide wants to win is I think that they'd prefer Sydney not be top four. Yeah, mm, make yeah. them go the hard way. Yeah, yeah. 
And look, you can't really bet against Adelaide playing at home uh, any time during the season, but they have shown to be fallible. I mean, yeah. Melbourne managed to dust them off after losing away to uh, North Melbourne as well. Yeah. So, yeah, anything can happen. If anyone's going to do it, I think Sydney's the team to do it. That being said, I still don't think it would happen. They match up so well, though. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I mean, Friday night at Adelaide was a very intimidating place to play. Yeah. I, I'm going to tip Sydney, though. Uh, having said all that, because there's a few injury clouds at Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they only need to win one of the next two. And they've yep. got West Coast next week yeah i'm on adelaide just because i think uh they're gonna to want to put on a show at home um i, I think it's going to come right down to the wire but uh i think adelaide is going to have a, a little bit too much growth I, I hope it's a good game yeah, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like you know he's gonna win this game after the first quarter yeah if, if okay. this isn't a good game and this season isn't good <laughs> uh bulldogs and port adelaide out in uh ballarat, ballarat we said yeah ballarat. um yeah. on on saturday um who we got Bulldogs season on the line. Ooh, I see. I I think they haven't had enough out of Libertoria and Wallace for the last few weeks, so I, I don't think they can match it with Port. I think Port got too much pace. Um, it's gonna, it's going to be a tough one um, for for the Bulldogs. This is you know, plus with Redpath out, he's a massive out for them. Yeah, it means that uh, Cloak's going to have to shoulder the forward line by himself. I don't I don't think it happens. Um, but I mean, they kind of you know distribute their goals anyway. Um, yeah. Might be just if they kick straight, they win. But yeah, I'm, I'm on port as well. If they can su- successfully tag Bontempelli, because he was quiet last week, uh, if they can keep him out of the game, they could uh, put some real hurting on them. See, I'm going the other way. I think Bulldogs, they just managed to find a way to get it together at some point of the season. And it's usually yeah. the sharp end. So I feel like even if they don't make finals, it's not going to be because of disappointing efforts against you know uh, Port in Ballarat. I feel like they'll be able to pull together this match and uh, win this one. Who do you think the suburban ground mat suits better? Um, well, I mean, I think just the off-season experience of Vietnam gives it to, <laughs> to, to the Bulldogs. Probably they, the they've played in some shitty, some shitty grounds over the last 12 months, so I feel like they've got the edge. They're very similar sides. They, they yeah. love their running carry. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like Bulldogs would be in the element in like a dodgy little town like Ballarat. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood and <laughs> Geelong at the MCG. Geelong winning that by some margin. Yep. Yeah, more yep. to say. No, I, I feel like yeah. This, I mean, yeah, you may as well just bring Gabbert back with you. I think after this game, <laughs> just keep him. Uh, Giants are hosting West Coast. They could put a fair fucking whack on them. I, I think they can. Giants are just tuning up. Is yeah. uh, is that Nui any anywhere near right? I saw he, he's doing ruck work. He actually did some ruck work, but no, he's not coming back. Let, yeah, well, let's be honest. West Coast may make finals, may not. Well, it's I don't very think it's worth risking him. I think they need at least one win out of the next two, and they've got the Giants and Adelaide. Yep. That's and look, very fucking difficult. If you're going to risk him to get in the finals, then you're going to risk him all through the finals. Exactly. It's yeah. not really a good strategy to have for someone yeah. that, short, that short term, because you're not going to really think you're premiership favourites. No, and look, last season did show that you can still win it from eighth, but West Coast aren't. Not when you're West Coast. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> just... Without Anui, no. It ain't going to happen. And Nick when, Nat, he already came back too soon once yep. and got put out for a season. If, he, if it happens again, his career is done. And Go that's close. that's not what you want. Yeah, I feel like so, uh, West Coast are very fragile at this point, and GWS could really put a hide into them. Yeah. GWS looking yeah. unstoppable. Uh, looking ruthless. One of their criticisms of West Coast is they're too slow through the midfield. Giants are too fast. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, yeah. Uh, the Suns are hosting Essendon, um, and Essendon need uh, two wins to finish off, and I feel like they're going to be quite comfortable in this one. I think the Suns will put up a fight. I can't see them winning. but For I think. Half. For a half. Yeah. I think uh, to half time, it'll be pretty interesting. Yeah. After that, I think uh, it'll just be ground out. But I, I don't think it'll be a percentage booster. Uh, I think Danaher is going to kick eight. Yes, that's, I, I agree. I think that... Um, Davis is pretty decent. Though. Gold Coast don't have a full Davis game of footy in them. I was going to say, yeah, Davis is a bit of place with the Giants. Yeah, and you're going to say May? Yeah. Yeah, he's injured. Fuck. Um, so, it's about there. Day? Uh, injured. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Tom Lynch? Injured. Um, Saturday night, Carlton hosting Hawthorne at Etihad Stadium. I'm going to go to this game for a laugh. Yeah, there is no reason to watch this game. This is one for the diehards. You going to bring your boots? Ah, no, I wouldn't play in this shit. Um, I think it's been 10 or 11 years since Carlton have beaten Hawthorne. And let's be honest, Carlton have popped up for a few surprise wins mm. in the last couple of years. They could do it. Yeah. The worst part about this is it'll be an open roof. Because it's not worth the power consumption to close it. Probably not. Yeah. Yep, this is true. Um, unless whoever closes the roof is on the Carlton payroll, in which case they're going to pay him. It could yeah, be the so. most exciting thing to happen in the game, too. It could be. 
Maybe uh, open it up half time. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Give them something to watch. Sprinklers. Make it a Bernie, Bernie <laughs> yeah. um, Melbourne and the Lions, MCG on Sunday. Have the Lions played their last grand final for the year? You know, they they beat West Coast, oh, oh, sorry, Gold Coast last weekend. Oh, they're going to absolutely spank in here. Uh, Melbourne, they're, they're not as good as I was hoping they'd be around this time of year, but they're good enough. Yeah, well, I mean, the win against St Kilda puts them in good stead, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think this win just about guarantees grand final, uh, grand final. Guarantees finals for them. Yep. I think that they're going to do it emphatically and enjoy it. I agree. Yeah. I'd like to see if some Brisbane supporters bring out their own little platter. Probably <laughs> heroin, cocaine, some weed. <laughs> some Bundy. Yeah. Definitely Bundy. Yep. And yeah, just swap it for a bit of blue cheese. Yeah. Sure that's the Melbourne fans won't complain. See if they can do a bit of a trade route. That's in, it. In the, like Brisbane in the bring stands. the crackers. I did see that um, some of the Redditors managed to determine the Daffinois Bleu. Yep. That, uh, the cheese happened to be used, and there was a bit of a cheese critique going on Reddit for a little while there about the charcuterie that was chosen. Right. Who would have thought Melbourne Games would have inspired this sort of Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? Um, Saints and North at Etihad Stadium. It would be Rue's last home game. Yes, um, because he's, uh, well, unless they can play a final at Etihad against somebody else. Well, they won't be Which is unlikely. So. Yeah, I don't think so. Nah, well, they might play happen. against you know Bulldogs or Essendon. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. Th- I think that's very unlikely. Yeah, How's nah. the VFL team going? I have no clue. Ugh, all I <laughs> all I know is is Box Hills on top. Just stick him down there and just wring everything you can out of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, have we got a tip for the game? Uh, Saints, I think. I think uh, more hope than anything. I think North will do it. Uh, I think Rashido his final match is the only reason people are going to turn up though. Yeah, it was about 10 years ago that Rashido yeah. played his final match. Yeah, right. Fuck it, I did it again. <laughs> uh, Revolt. <laughs> and the Dockers are hosting uh, Richmond at Domain Stadium. The Dockers are shithouse. Yeah, but, yeah. but Richmond are but. unpredictable. Richmond, they know how to fuck up a good thing. Yeah. That's what's scary. So this is going to be way closer than it ought to be. And you wouldn't be um, too silly for betting on Frio. Yeah, see, I think this is the sort of match where if Richmond lose, the bandwagon gives up. So I think they'll win. Um, Game doesn't give up. We just switch sides. <laughs> With a four year against you. I think they'll win just to generate that that hope. And every Richmond supporter is going to be hoping, knowing they shouldn't be hoping, but hoping anyway. <laughs> They're going to be hoping that they don't have their feelings hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old Tyler. It's just like a scar tissue. Like by now you're just un, un, undisappointable. Exactly. It's just like conditioning. It's like Pavlov's response. You know the situation, yeah. then you start panicking. Uh, it's almost like you force the issue, uh, force the result. Maybe Dusty can off, get off the chain and uh, cement the brown label. That's where you'd hope so. And against Fife, you know, that's the matchup you always look forward to. So well, you hope they have a one-on-one Quite different yeah. players, but both entertaining. In the yeah. past years, um, they've done a few head-to-heads, you know, with Fife, Dangerfield, and, yeah. and they've run off each other rather than try and shut each other down. Yeah. So if they do that, um, I think it helps Richmond, and I think Richmond wins. So do I. And I think this this is one of the games where you don't really need to put Dusty down the forward line to rest. I feel like yeah. you've got a forward line can speak for itself. You just put him in the middle, and when he needs to rest, you bring him off. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. How good is that forward line going to look next to you with Casbol in it? Back line look great. <laughs> you can take a strong mark, that fella. Oh, absolutely you can. He may even be able to get on to the end of a few of Bashahuli's kicks from, from, the, from the goal square. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, that'll have to do us for this week. And that's round 21 all wrapped up. Pointy end of the season. There we go. Getting to it. Yeah, Bye. Enjoy your time. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.